I want to tell you about another podcast I think you'll like. Amicus is a show about the rule of law, the law, and the nine Supreme Court justices who interpret it for the rest of America. Host Dahlia Lithwick takes a deep look at the U.S. justice system and our democracy, diving into topics like the impeachment process, voting rights, civil rights, and this term's blockbuster Supreme Court docket. Most recently, she went back to where one of the most influential legal careers in U.S. history began, Harvard Law School, September 1956. She talks to Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg and her female classmates about how they influenced her then and now. Subscribe to Amicus wherever you listen. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today's musician was a Cuban singer who became one of the most popular artists of the 20th century. She was known as the Queen of Salsa. Let's talk about Celia Cruz. Ursula Hilaria Celia de la Caridad Cruz Alfonso was born in 1925 in Havana, Cuba. According to Celia's mother, Catalina, Celia began singing at 10 months old in the middle of the night. She had 13 younger siblings, and she often sang them to sleep. Growing up, Celia performed in school productions and in a local ensemble. She also sang for tourists visiting Havana. On multiple occasions, Celia won talent competitions and took home gold chains and cake. While Celia's aunt was optimistic about her prospects in the entertainment industry, Celia's father was more skeptical. He believed Celia should pursue her education and become a teacher. But Celia continued to sing, and she went on to study at Havana's National Conservatory of Music. In 1947, Celia sang in popular cabarets throughout Havana, like Tropicana, Bamboo, and Topeka. The following year, she joined a large troupe of dancers and singers called Las Mulatas de Fuego and made her first recordings. Celia had a raspy, rich voice that could capture a range of emotions. She wore lavish wigs and often cried azucar, which means sugar in English. It became her trademark expression. Celia later said, when people hear me sing, I want them to be happy, happy, happy. I don't want them thinking about when there's not any money or when there's fighting at home. My message is always felicidad, happiness. Celia's real breakout came in 1950 when she was invited to join Cuba's most popular orchestra, La Sonora Matancera, and became the group's first black frontwoman. During rehearsal, Celia met musician Pedro Knight, and the two got married in 1962. Initially, Celia's performance in La Sonora Matancera was met with mixed reviews, but eventually the public fell in love. Her time with the band lasted 15 years. They released 188 recordings and toured throughout Latin America. In 1960, Celia and La Sonora Matancera moved to Mexico following the Cuban Revolution. The Castro regime barred her from returning, not even allowing her to attend her parents' funerals. In 1962, Celia moved to New York, and she and Pedro toured throughout Japan and Europe, performing with Tito Puente. In New York, Celia held on to her Cuban roots and also incorporated Puerto Rican and Dominican elements into her musical repertoire. 
1965, Celia began a solo career. Pedro joined in on her journey and became her manager. In 1966, she released her first solo album, Son Con Guaguanco, which NPR hails as a significant recording that combined Afro-Cuban rhythms with guaguanco, rumba, mambo, cha-cha, garancha, and bolero. Celia, who'd gotten her start working with Yoruba music, understood that Caribbean music was rooted in West African rhythms, and she was able to bring this fusion to the United States. In 1966, Celia performed with musician Tito Puente's orchestra. Tito and Celia worked together on five albums, introducing salsa and Latin jazz music to a mainstream American audience. In 1973, Celia moved from traditional Cuban music to salsa, what was then a new hybrid. In the 1970s, Celia sang with top salsa band leaders such as Johnny Pancheco and Willie Colon. She also performed with the Fania All-Stars, a popular salsa group, and famously sang Bemba Colora and Diosa del Ritmo. Celia was the only woman in the group. In 1974, Celia collaborated with Johnny Pancheco on the studio album Celia and Johnny. The song Kimbara became a commercial hit. In 1976, Celia was in a documentary about Latin culture alongside Dolores Del Rio and Willie Colon. Celia recorded three albums with Willie, and on their tours, she became a fashion icon. She wore extravagant costumes and wigs with vibrant colors. Her fashion was so memorable that one of her costumes has since been acquired by the Smithsonian. In 1982, Celia recorded the album Feliz Encuentro with the help of La Sonora Montancera. That year, she sold out Madison Square Garden. Five years later, in 1987, she performed a concert in Santa Cruz de Tenerife, which broke the world record for the largest free outdoor concert with an audience of 250,000 people. In 1989, Celia won her first Grammy Award. She went on to win six more, including a posthumous Lifetime Achievement Award. In 1989, Yale University also awarded her with an honorary doctorate. The following year, in 1990, Celia was finally allowed to return to Cuba. She was invited to perform at the Guantanamo Bay Naval Base. In 1994, President Bill Clinton gave her the National Medal of the Arts. In 2003, after suffering from an aggressive brain tumor, Celia recorded her 70th and last album, Regalo del Alma, or A Gift from the Soul. The album featured Celia's exuberant voice and was met with universal acclaim. Telemundo paid tribute to Celia with a special called Celia Cruz Azucar, which included performances by Patti LaBelle, Mark Antony, and Gloria Gaynor. That same year, in 2003, Celia died in her home in Fort Lee, New Jersey. She was 77 years old. Over 200,000 fans gathered at Miami's Freedom Tower to pay their respects. This episode of Encyclopedia Womanica is brought to you by Saqqara. Stay healthy, focused, and energized with fresh, delicious meals delivered straight to your door from Saqqara. I've been using Saqqara Life Super Powder in smoothies, and I highly recommend. Their signature nutrition program brings the transformational power of plant nutrition to your home in the form of fresh, plant-rich, ready-to-eat meals. In addition to their delicious meals, 
Sakara also offers daily essentials like supplements and herbal teas to complete your wellness routine and support overall health and vitality. To boost immunity, try their best-selling daily probiotic blend or detox water drops with pure chlorophyll. Right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their order when they go to sakara.com encyclopedia or enter code encyclopedia at checkout. That's sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash encyclopedia to get 20% off your order. Sakara.com slash encyclopedia. All month, we're talking about musicians. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our newsletter, Womanica Weekly. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica and reach out directly on Twitter at Jenny M. Kaplan. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.